Welcome to the GB Trio Podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. I'm Lee McDonald Jr., Christopher Winmancy, and Neil Brady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neil seven for Mark this week, so he's going to be the ancient warrior for us tonight. Temporary. Temporary. So Mark's out of town in Boston visiting family and friends during the Super Bowl week, so he's going to be off this week, and we'll be back next episode. So, Neil, you are Mark tonight. Well, in all in all like, aspect, this is like a huge upgrade for Mark. So, yeah, <laughs> you've gotten younger by ten years. So the average <laughs> yeah, age of the podcast has so been this, reduced. This is going to be the Chris episode because Chris is going to relish the moment that he gets his podcast without Mark. So this will be officially the Chris episode. I try. Yep. <laughs> So this past week has been pretty interesting. We missed a week because of the inclement weather. We took the week off. That was week 21. We plan on bowling that at the end of the season, so we're going to move that. We didn't really have any breaks to put it in, so we just had to put it at the end. So we will be bowling week 21, whoever we were bowling that week. I think, uh, Neil, you guys are bowling Mark's team, so you'll get get a chance to do that uh, towards the end. And then, Chris, you were bowling Ricky's team, so you'll get a chance to bowl Ricky's no, team. Not Ricky's team. Jerry's so, team. No, it wasn't Jerry. Jerry's bowling on Team 10. They're on separate teams. Oh, you're talking about – I thought you were talking about last week. Sorry. No, no, uh, the week that we missed. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, you did end up bowling Jerry's team this previous week, week 22. We actually did pretty good. We won all our points. Oh, please. <laughs> 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 we can't erase history and rewrite history. So what? Are you what about really that? I we can. I thought we could. All right, I'll just say it. So you guys uh, got your asses kicked. The the new team ten come in and smoked you guys. I mean, your words, not mine. <laughs> so well, they and, killed you guys. Actually, they uh, bo- they won what thirty plus. Your like I said, your words. <laughs> in my head, we won thirty plus. Jerry, so. she was bowler of the week for the ladies. She bowled eighty four pins over her average with a two thirteen game. Yeah. Mark Millar bowled really good on that game. Bowled almost two hundred. It seemed like everyone bowled good good against us. I know, and but you guys had a shot to come back, and then you guys choked in the tenth. Yeah, my team isn't. They make rookie mistakes, and they miss a five pin and a four pin. Rookie mistakes, they've been bowling the league for almost two years. I know. I know. They're still rookies. Oh, I see. In your mind, they are. Compared yeah. to you, they're rookies. Yeah. So you guys lost. My team actually won. I can't believe it. We I bowled almost 660. Peyton bowled nearly 650, and Leland was in there. We ended up winning 36 out of 48. Not too 75%. bad. 75%. Yep. Good week for us, yeah. But there was one team, probably the first time this season, won 100%. What team was that? I don't know, but I believe there was um, someone on the other team who was the recipient of getting their ass kicked, (laughs) proceeded to refer to two people on the Brady Bunch as SASBA members, which which is true, technically. Well, I bowl it. Gil is eligible to bowl, but does not bowl it. Yeah. And then, of course, Jared is now officially in his 40s. Exactly. So uh, we actually kind of have the full age range. You know, we got so, the 40s covered, we got the 50s with me, and then we got the 60s with Gil. So basically, um, your guys' age adds up to 140, I think. 
Yes. So if we had one of those tournaments where you need to be at least 100, uh, yeah, you'd be able, yes, we'd be able to go and bowl one of those. That's I wish correct. we had Dwayne here with us because I'd love to hear what he had to say. So their team, I'd hit that, who I predicted would win the league when we did our last episode was where we did a power ranking, and I picked them to win the league. And ever since then, which was about three weeks into bowling this half, they haven't won since. They've won two and a half months of winning, and they haven't won since I picked them. And now they just did probably the biggest loss in the history of JB Trios to go in 0 and 48 against you guys. You want 48 out of 48, which is really great. We felt good about it. I will tell you this, though. So I didn't. Rich did not make an appearance, but Dwayne said that he has broken his foot. Yeah, um, or, about that. or his leg. I, I forget which. So obviously he's not going to be back for a while. So honestly, if Rich had bowled, I know Dwayne had been bowling better as a general rule. He talked about how his averages has increased quite a bit. Yeah, but I have seen Rich on the lanes pick it up and bowl better. I'm yes, not sure about the first guy as much. So uh, their sub struggled also because he gets only 12 sticks a game. Yeah. And uh, pretty <laughs> much uh, Jared shut him down. He didn't have any chance, really. It's probably so. the biggest kibosh that I've ever seen. I, I pick a team, and they end up losing three weeks straight that they haven't done ever. Richard breaks his leg. Trent was a no-show, and Dwayne bowled under his average. I mean, it's I, you can't get any worse than that. So yeah. I don't know what I can do to yeah. lift this kibosh on him. Maybe go against my pick on him. Maybe take him off my first power ranking. I don't know. Well, I got it right. I said the Brady Bunch is going to take first place. So oh, that is oh, true. Okay. Yeah, we're just trying to back up Chris because you know we're a big fan of you. So we're just trying to back up what you said. <laughs> I but said that, just... I said it's going to come down to me, y'all. Preferred. We're going to fuck it up again. We're going to take second. Y'all take first. And that's how it's going to be. Oh, come on. Where's the confident talk we had? I Chris, think my team can't finish out. Mr. Chris is in first place Woodmansey every week, every episode. Yeah, but it's, it comes to a team effort about, about finishing, and that's what my team doesn't have is finishing. And that's a tough <laughs> It's a tough see, Chris, No, no. See, what, Lee, what you got to understand, Chris has learned from the Titanic analogy. So uh, instead, instead of being on the boat, he wants to be the iceberg that no one sees and then just does the old sneak attack. So that's what he's doing. He wants to lay low, you know, just kind of just, you know, bide their time, just win the points they want, but don't make a lot of noise. Don't stay a lot. And then as we get closer to the, the end of the second half, they'll make their run. And then all of a sudden, so I think he learned from that analogy that it's better to be Instead of being on the boat, it's better to be the iceberg. If you're yeah. going to sink like the Titanic, sink big. Yeah, yeah it's I'm better gonna... to be the hammer than the nail, right? Hey, and so I mean, that's hey, where we are. are. Since we getting there our, lately. Since we changed our name to the Titanic, I mean, the Brady Bunch has changed their name to Senior Discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, thank you. I just got an AARP invitation in the mail today. Yes, Ronnie. Number one. So, yeah, that? so senior discount is going to be the Brady Bunch new. <laughs> but guys, to top it all off, Dwayne and I went into the tenth frame on Tuesday night, and we were tied. So we both oh, strike wow. out, and we would have finished two twenty-five apiece. I get a little bit more handicapped than him, but I said, oh. "Hey, hey, you ready to put some money on the line here?" And he goes, "Okay, so all righty, let's go." So I proceed to throw the first one, and I'd carried over from the ninth. 
Dwayne went, came up, and uh, he did not strike. So, of course, I was victorious for a crisp, very crisp, newly minted $1 bill. Oh, yes. That's, uh, he's giving you the senior discount there. I could buy one fifth of an iced tea at the snack bar. (laughs) That's like the uh, one double check. Senior discount. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. I I should be playing that. That's right. Good point. Chris, thank you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start looking into that. Yeah, maybe there are 50-year-old discounts. i got to look into that. 50 and up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So some of the other teams consisted of Teams 8 and Team 4. So we've got the Pocket Pounders against Mark's team. Mark's team lost. Pocket Pounders took 28 out of 48. But the story was is that also a first for J.B. True. We had a lot of firsts this past week. We had 800 handicap score shot, but the first was that all three of the guys had shot a triplicate score of 237. So all three, it was Rick Connor, his son Caden, and George, who had subbed in, all three shot 237 in the last game for an 800 with handicap, and they just mopped the floor with Mark's team. Mark's team would bowl good, but they do their usual bowl great, but the other team bowls better, and... If he were here with us now, he'd probably say the same. But they bowled good. The other team bowled better. Well, I was particularly disappointed because I wore my ACDC shirt because I thought we were bowling Rick. So, of course, I had to give him, you know, up the irons when I said, hey, dude, I'll catch you next time. But I actually thought because of the way the scheduling was, we were going to get Rick in them. But actually, I'm glad we didn't. We bowled very consistently. We all shot between 610 and 650. But we didn't bowl nearly as well as, you know, a 700-plus game scratch last game. So uh, kudos to them. You know, good job. Yes, I, I would agree, Lee. It seems like Mark and them, regardless, regardless of how they bowl, the other team just seems to have their number. They just bowl a little bit better. They've had three different times. I think even your team did this to them, where they bowled against a 2,200 team total. That's I think big, that's, yeah. That's only been that's about a seven hundred a man with handicap. Yeah, it's just yep. crazy, and so now they've shot against an eight hundred individual game. That's hard to beat, but I don't know. They just bring out the best. I guess they just like Ron and Kyle too much. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. That so very last, that could be true. So the last pair we had was Good Frame Gentlemen and Boyers Boys, which is in and of itself a really good match. They're very well even. They it just really depends on who gets hot that night, and it turned out that Boyer's boys felt some of that old glory, and they one of the teams that shot twenty two hundred bowled nearly that. They really took it to a good friend gentleman who was in first, sitting pretty. They won the first half of the league, had a really good start for this half, but have kind of come down to reality a little bit, and they only won eight out of forty eight. So Boyer's boys returning the old glory. And won 40 out of 48, both really good. The man that night was David Pride. Shout out to David Pride Sr. Shot 650 that night on 31-32. It was a pair he doesn't normally like, so they did good that night. Wow. Yeah, yeah not too bad. So, hey, just Lee, while we're, quickly, while we're on the, the uh, Boyer's boys, a shout out to Kiefer, because if nobody noticed on Facebook, Kiefer pocketed a nice grand by winning the one of the bowling shops quarterly tournaments that they have around the Metroplex. It's like, I don't know if it's every two months or every three months, 
but I noticed that uh, Kiefer ended up pulling it out and he won himself a thousand bucks. So, uh, Jeez. Yep. Yep. yeah, kudos to him. He did, he did, uh, did good. And, you know, usually the, the competition's pretty salty. So, uh, even if there is handicap involved, it doesn't matter. I mean, you got to you got to bowl well. And I mean, it doesn't matter. You beat. It doesn't matter. That. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> nope. It does not matter. Nope. Well, kudos no. to so great bowling by him. So. Yes, great bowling. He's a proud father of a three-year-old daughter. He, her, and him and uh, Sierra have bowled together. They won the league last year. They were champions, beating out. I think it was David that they beat out. David and his two sons last year. So shout out to Kiefer. Good job, buddy. Nice grand. Hey, I'll be hitting you up for a loan soon, so I hope to see you Tuesday. I was going to say, with a three-year-old daughter, that means the money's already spent. Ah, shit. Never mind. So looking over at the uh, standings here, we have a new first-place team. And that first-place team is, just like what Chris said earlier, he predicted and put in his power rankings, the Brady Bunch. So the team that, if we had a power ranking before the league even started week one, I think a lot of teams would put you guys in first place, Neil. So you guys are right now sitting on top. Well, thank you. I would like to say I think we have a good team. I mean, we really do a good job of lifting each other up when we need to. If one person has a down game, it seems like the two other guys can pick them up. It's just a matter of getting consistency. I think all of us, depending on what's going on, I think all of us on Tuesday night missed the 10-pin just some small things. Yep. We're still bowling well overall. You know, honestly, the league as a whole bowled pretty well. I saw a lot of sets anywhere from 620 to 650. Yeah. So really, people as a general rule have been bowling well. The league itself, you know, nobody has really strung anything together. Three big games, right? It's <laughs> always, yet. there's one game that kind of pops up well, and then they'll have a down game, and then they kind of pick it up again. So no, that is right. correct. Not yet. Exactly. Uh, but those lanes are challenging. I mean, Dwayne and I talked about it, bowling against each other. I knew he would throw his strikes. I would throw mine. It just, uh, we were fortunate to 148. Those games were a lot closer than you would think. Yeah, um, they were very they really dry were. Tuesday night. Very I dry. mean, like, do we really want to count the Brady Bunch as being first as, <laughs> as, like, as a good team, even though they were like around when bowling was invented? <laughs> so, 140 yeah. years in age, I think... Uh, but give them their props because they had a really tough first half. A lot of teams had a tough first half, but they really had a tough first half. And But they pretty much set themselves up to be a second-half team. And now that we're in know. the second half, they are but definitely taking advantage. What if Dwayne was like felt sad like they were old? I mean, you know what? <laughs> they deserved it. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, so, yes, before I bowl any – whether it be league, tournaments on weekends, whatever, Mr. Leave and Mr. Advil are my friends. <laughs> so I take both of those before I start. Smart to be um, proactive, right? Get ahead of the pain and the aches. So, uh, yes, they are my friends. Oh, my God. Does anyone at your table on your team eats, uh-huh. eats a bowl of grits in the morning? <laughs> grits? No, grits. but I think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. No, not that I know of. Now, if you're talking like, well, what's the one like, you need something that has a lot of brand in it or something, right? Because you, you oh, get older uh, like me, oh, no. you need something like, uh, you know, like, I don't know what, che- like the check cereal or something. I don't yeah. know. Right? 
Yeah. yeah. So you're on a dietary substance because you're old. Uh, correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's correct. Yes. Hey, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on. I, I'm trying to keep up with you after bowling because you hit Whataburger or your or your Jack in the Box, <laughs> and then I'm hitting my McDonald's or my Whataburger. So actually, I've been keeping pace with you after bowling. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, I eat Whataburger on two different occasions on Tuesday nights, whether I'm happy or I'm sad. So no matter what, I'm still getting Whataburger. It's just how I felt. How I feel. Yeah, you yeah, don't see, live near Whataburger anymore. You used to live like down the street, but now it's uh, quite a bit yeah. further from Denton. Moved to Denton just recently. Yeah, but I still go there every Tuesday night. Ah, I see. Just can't leave well, your old sweetheart. Well, yeah. Lee, my fourth meal used to be under the guise that, yes, I would think it's a reward if I bowled well, right? Hey, I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to have a snack at home. I watch some TV, kind of veg out, and I go to sleep. Well, <laughs> then it turned into, like Chris had said, well, then if I bowled bad, I'm like, well, I think I need a snack because I bowled bad. I need to make myself feel better. So really now it's pretty much every week. I'm doing both sides, right? I bowl well, I'm going to eat it. If I don't bowl well, I'm still going to eat it. So, <laughs> it's yeah. coming out of both Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but now, 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 um, next to you for Harvard, right? Yeah. I may die younger, you know, than some other people, but I'll die fat and happy. So I'll <laughs> die fat and happy. Then skinny and yeah. sad or melancholy. Yeah, that's what George Lopez used to say. Yes, I He's believe in statement. True, the letters. Exactly. I think all three of us are in the same boat there. Uh-huh. So Brady Bunch is in first, not by so, a lot. So technically, we have the elders, the we elders. have the youngins, and the father. A crappy team, a boy band, another old team. And then a gay team, and then the best team, and then we have three other sucky teams. That's what we have. Okay, there's the power rankings via Chris. Good job, Chris. <laughs> so the, in reality, we've got oh. Joey got robbed, or Joey robbed, who he found out his team name is. He's found out our team name is him, and he said he has a little bit of trademark issues. But we're gonna stick with it. Although I did tell Chris the other night, I said if we take over first place, we're gonna be called the new money shot. You change it, but you have to hold it for at least four weeks. We held it for 16. <laughs> I used to hold it for four Oh, I see. Yeah, I can't take the team name until I have hold it for seven four, weeks. Hold it for like four weeks, and then you're good. Yeah. All right. Well, if I win it, then I'm claiming it. So the new money <laughs> shot, you got it right here. Here's your money well, shot. Right well, here. Chris, the thing I was always disappointed, Chris, was that you guys didn't have bowling shirts that represented oh, yeah. you know, your team name. I was always wondering exactly what type of picture you would put your crest part of the front and then of oh. course a bigger picture on the back that would have been interesting yeah it would have been me it would have been me Khalifa, and then probably a smaller version of a dick <laughs> oh no God. it's going to be your uh bowling over the line dress on going commando oh my gosh. our facebook picture Funny, huh? And then Neil, you're talking about shirts. You got to dig up that old picture that you got where it says, I'm uh, Craig's bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do still have the shirt. It's in the closet. Oh, Um, you got to dig that out. Yeah. The problem is because of the said fourth meals that Chris and I have been partaking in, uh, the shirt (laughs) does not fit as well as it used to. (laughs) Well, not to mention. If you get that shirt out and wear it, it'll look like you went to Baby Gap. But next time. Team Titanic faces the Brady Bunch, and if Titanic wins and knocks you out at first, then you got to get that shirt out. We'll cross out Craig. We'll 
put in Chris. So you'd be Chris oh, bitch. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's... And if you win, I'll wear a shirt twice smaller than me. Are you going to go commando again, Chris? Is that no, I'll wear a shirt that's twice too small. Oh, twice as bitch. I see, yeah. I don't yeah, know if it's, it's twice. It might be more than one. It might be something where you're a normal John, or maybe he's your John, or whatever it is. Lily, we don't need Chris going commando. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, man, that, that's your own business whether you want to keep your junk ready for action. Uh, that, that's up to you, man. I don't make that decision. I'm bowling balls in my car all the time. You never. Uh, we, well, you said you were going the Jack in the Box, so I just figured, you know, that's what hey, you have. Jack in the Box is really. <laughs> so anyway, so second place, Joey Rob, five points from behind first. We're sneaking up on you guys, uh, Neil. And then we got two marks and a spare. The new team, they're in third. Who'd have thought? They're climbing up there. Jerry's even bragging on Facebook. She beat up on Chris's team Tuesday night. She herself made Boulder of the Week. Then we got Boyer's Boys at 82 points, four points behind Team 10. They had a good week. I'd hit that better, which is now Mark's team. They took a beating, but they're at 79 from the two good weeks that they had. Good frame gentlemen's at 64 points from not having such a good week. Titanic, of course, Chris, at 62. I'd hit that harder, who is the team that didn't win the single point this past week. Ricky and the two mix at 40 and pocket pounders at 28. Now, there's some teams on this list, though, that are affected by two weeks of post bowling that's still pending. So this is kind of a temporary list. So I'm hoping that I get a hold of Logan soon and they make up those two weeks and we'll have a much better sheet to look at hopefully by next Monday. But I've got to wait for Logan to come back and get back with me and tell me when they're going to post bowl. I'm hoping tomorrow or Saturday at some point. We should know more information soon. So, Leah, quick question. So to have a legal lineup, you only need to have one bowler? And you only you have, have one. That's right. Okay. That was a question that came up. I believe I had seen your comment, though, about you know making whatever, that uh, yeah, legal lineup uh, does qualify with one. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to The Guest. Today's guest is a new, as a returning customer. Uh, and a substitute. Yeah, Neil Brady. He is the temporary entry warrior <laughs> on the podcast today. So, Neil, welcome back. How you been? Good overall. I'll be honest with you. It's taken me about a year to recoup from the last time that you um, <laughs> probed me. So, uh, I appreciate the time frame to kind of recoup <laughs> and uh, get back to my old self. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, these probing can get really intense and dry. So that's where yeah. all the water burgers coming from. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's correct. So, Neil, you told us about your life, what got you into bowling. Now we got to get into the future and what current events are uptaking now that in your life. So, so you're in first place, and how was the first half of the season went for you? How, in your eyes, how did it go? Well, a funny thing is, actually, I think we were winning points quite a bit at the, you know, at the end of the first half, and it didn't seem like we made much headway at all. And maybe that's because we were winning, you know, twenty-eight points. We weren't winning like forty, so we were consistently winning. But it seemed like every other team around us was also winning consistently. 
you know, anywhere like, from tw- like, 28 to 32 points. Yeah. Something like that. So actually, it was fine. Gil and Jared, I'd never bowled with before. Uh, of course, Jared, I bowled against in the summer. Um, he does bring up the fact that I bitch slapped him on at least two occasions, maybe three. I honestly can't remember. One of those was a makeup week for us where he didn't even know what we had bowled. And then he showed up and I think Kyle and I had just uh, completely just buried him. And uh, of course, when we got to the playoffs too, we buried him again. So he, Jared, to his credit, takes that in good stride. And Gil, I'd never bowled with other than the fact that seeing him shoot a 750 towards the end of the summer league, I was like, who the heck is this guy? And then a league course got him on our team. So really the first half was also just getting to know each other. Where do you live? What are you doing? You know, you're married, you got kids, whatever. So uh, it was definitely a learning experience. Ironically, our team age-wise, Gil leads off, I'm in the middle, and Jared's last. So it, it kind of goes with the ages. The older you are, you go first, and then we kind of go from there. Adds so, up uh, to 140. Yeah. Does it because it's 60, 50, and no more we, than that. 150. Is it 150? Oh, yeah, because yeah, Gil's like 62, and I'm 52, and Jared's oh, 40. Gil yes. can't be that old. Yes, he's t- he's like ten years older than me. He's in his sixties. Yeah. So it is one hundred fifty. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was, I, see, I was trying to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. And I said, you were, oh, you were being complimentary, but of course, Gil. You know, I'm fifty two and I look like I'm sixty two, and Gil's sixty two and he looks like he's forty five. So, uh, come off, <laughs> so, so, so sure. there's what we look like, and then what we, you know, what we pretend to be, or what we, uh, you know, I, our actual ages are. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I feel sixty two myself. The stress of bowling. That's it. That's it. The stress of being bowling against the Titanic. Yeah. So, I mean, so when you said, y'all, you we find out where they live, you're talking about the nearest, like, elderly center? <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. Um, you know, we got to compare notes on which assisted living facility has the better breakfast, <laughs> especially nursing care, too. Yeah. Which one has the hotter nurses? Yeah. Because let's be honest, if you're going to get a good sponge bath, you better make sure, you know. Yeah. I was trying to wrap my head around it just to make sure because I want the viewers to understand a great deal how old you are. (laughs) Oh, geez. Oh, my God. Well, you should come to my workplace because I'm one of the younger guys. (laughs) If you think we're old on my team. (laughs) I got an age question. What was your first Super Bowl that you remember watching? Oh, actually watching might have been the 76 Super Bowl. That would be Holy Cowboys shit. and Steelers at the Cowboys. Wow. Hard to say. I was born in 70. That's that might crazy. be pushing it a little bit. But I will tell you this. I do remember seeing a news article for the 78 Super Bowl where the Cowboys and Steelers were having a rematch. And I remember seeing in my basement the newspaper article that literally compared every position between two teams. So you wow. have like... You know, defensive tackle, Randy White, and then what did the Steelers have? Uh, and as I said, that would have been the oh, 78 God, yeah. Super Bowl. Steelers had everybody. Oh, uh, they were a really game. good team. Yeah, it's kind of like the Celtics-Lakers, right, where I'm a big oh, Celtics yeah. fan. And the only thing that stopped the Celtics from winning more in the 80s is the Lakers. Well, the same thing. The thing that really stopped the Cowboys, especially those two years, was uh, the Steelers. You know, where I grew up, even though – we were neither close to Pittsburgh nor Dallas. 
when you grew up in the seventies, most people were either a Cowboys fan or a Steelers fan. There, there exactly. were really not no other team. And that's why I'm glad you're on the podcast with us because it kind of in podcasts and in radio, and you always got to get a guy from the Upper East Coast because of the legendary teams yeah. that are up there. Lee, that's called the Bronze Age. <laughs> no, isn't that the Gold Age or the Golden Age, whatever they call it? Yeah, yeah the it's the Golden. Yeah, see, yeah. exactly like the Golden Girls, which, which, <laughs> which they're all dead. I think that's what uh, isn't that what Mark called you guys, the Golden Girls? Well, he may have done that because Jared one week. I think it was just one week, wore his Golden Girls t-shirt, oh, uh, which had all four of them on there. And, of course, uh, Gil, and I, Gil and I had to reprimand him, where Gil and I are rocking out wearing kit shirts <laughs> and Rush and whatever else. Uh, and then we have Jared showing up and showing his allegiance to the Golden Girls. So uh-huh. kind of a conflict there, right? Yeah, we need solidarity, especially on the rock on. Well, anyway. yeah. Mark can't say nothing about the Golden Girls to y'all kid. He's like the brother to them. <laughs> He's the Golden Girls' dad. Yeah. <laughs> so it is Super Bowl uh, week, Neil. Who you got? Now, don't don't say the Eagles on a Cowboys listening area. So who do you got for the Super Bowl? You know what? I'll be honest with you. This is probably one of the first Super Bowls that I. It's fine. It's, it's I guess I hate to say it, but it's kind of fine if either team won. I don't know because look at it this way, right? The Eagles are in the same division as the Cowboys. And, of course, anytime the NFC wins, you say, well, we have we have a, a tougher conference. And then, of course, if your team from your division wins, you say you have a harder division. So if the Eagles win, you say, well, wow, look how tough the NFC East was. And, and we did have three playoff teams, so that, you know, kind of justifies some of it. Sure. But that being said, I actually could – I didn't even know that Kansas City had been – I knew they had been having a lot of success, but they've been in five straight AFC Championship games. True. And then, you know, Super Bowl-wise, three out of the last four. So I will say, yes, I, personally, I would have rather have seen the Bengals or the Bills in the Super Bowl Bills uh, playing the Eagles because I'm kind of worn out. I like Mahomes. I'm not a fan of his brother. Uh, you know where I'm going to go with this pick? Where I'm going with it? I like the daughter of the owner for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so, the hunt? Uh, if anybody, yes, if anybody's seen that woman, you'll know that, yes, good old red, white, and blue, go America, apple pie, and that woman. So, uh-huh. I'm going to go voting for the Chiefs. So, thankfully, uh, you just kind of made me clarify my pick. I did, never there thought of it go. in those terms. Teammate Jared would love to hear you say that. That is true too. That's it's right. Yeah, he was all. He not only did he have a shirt on for Kansas City on Tuesday night, but he also had a very nice jacket, which also had Chiefs member, you know, emblazoned on it. That's pretty cool. Who's a Gil a fan of? Ah, but that's a great question. He's kind of uh, sports agnostic, it seems, because oh, he never wow. wears anything that does, you know, show his allegiance for a team, whether that be. Ba- you know, because when I've been bowling with him, baseball was still going on. We got into football, hockey started, and then, of course, we're in basketball. I never really heard him say exactly. I know more about his rock and roll likes than I do about his sport likes at this point. Oh, wow. I didn't realize such a- in the music. Yes, he he likes to wear the Dream Theater shirt, which, uh, if anybody knows Dream Theater, a group out of Boston, I believe, which a lot of people don't know, or at least somewhere in the Northeast. But they've been around, too. Chris? I think, uh, I'm not sure exactly what year you were born, but I think they started about the year you were born. Well, I mean, whoever knew that is probably in their fifth year, years old right now. <laughs> probably, yes. 
<laughs> I was born in 93, so. Oh, well, yeah, Dream Theater, I think, started in 89. So, yes. There are four years uh, BCW. So, that means? BCW. Before Chris Woodmansey, yes. Uh, BCW, oh, yes. hey. I like that term. We're going to have to use that. Before Chris Woodmansey, BCW. Yeah, I thought it was oh my God. So, Neil, this is a serious question. Now, given the fact that you're in first place, how do you perceive the, the future of this half going? Do you have a strategy plan? Do you all have like a wing it kind of idea? Or how do you all see it? Do you prep your team before you play them? How do y'all, how are y'all doing it? I will tell you this, right? And you should know because you guys were on top for a long time in the first half. It's a lot harder being on top than trying to chase somebody on top, right? So now, now that we're in first, everybody's going to be gunning for us. They gun for us normally, but um, yes, that'll be. What's funny is I don't know how it works exactly, but there's a number of people come up to me and say, you beat me again in brackets or you beat me out in King of the Hill or whatever it happens to be. And sometimes my scores are, you know, they're, they're okay, but they're not particularly amazing. So I feel like we have a target on our back. I know for me personally, definitely, but as a general rule, I think we have a target on our back. Now, I did not get the bowl against you a few weeks ago because I had uh, I was out of town. But I every do know that my guys every time rotation, rotation that is true. I out know of, it's uncanny. I mean, you would think that, that I'm scared of bowling, Chris. <laughs> right, Lee? You'd think that I would be afraid of the Woodman, right? That's what you think. <laughs> no, you're right? waiting for the buildup. You want to waste it on a regular season night? You want to waste? Oh, for that's like a good. Championship night. That is good. I never thought of that. Yeah. And, like, really humiliate Chris. Well, I will tell you this, Chris. Even after winning the 48, I mean, we only have a five-point lead over Lee. So, it's going to be hard. All I could say is I can pretty much promise you this, is that we, if we end up losing the first half, I won't throw a Greek church in the 10th frame (laughs) to lose it. That's all I'm going to say. Beyond that, I really can't predict anything. That's about the only thing I can predict. That won't happen. (laughs) I even reminded Chris last night, I showed him the Greek church. I think uh, one of my teammates shot it, and I said, there's your shot, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Not pretty sure. So I think I got one. Tell me how you feel about it. And I would like the answer to this in a way, but this is the last question. So, Neil, you have a great team. You say you have a great team. But if you can reamp your team and add me to your roster, <laughs> this is the only potential. Like, this, is, this ain't going to happen. This ain't going to happen. It's all like, this is all shits and giggles. But if you could, if you had the power to add me to your team, a very good bowler, who would you take out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, I can't do again. that. That's every episode. I can't do that. I mean, Jared, Jared's the young guy. He's the young stud on our team. He's got the 300 in his pocket, right? Yeah. He's like the and Alex he, Rodriguez. You're an and... NFL manager. You're an NFL manager. you got to put young people in because the old people are just not doing their job. Who would you be? Who You have to make this tough decision. Who would you cut? See, I'm not going to play that game. See, I know how you guys in the media work. <laughs> you run these podcasts. Good. See, Lee, because we know that Chris is really afraid, so he's trying to <laughs> divide my team, he's right? So now he's, he's yeah, he's going to get us internally having conflicts. Dad so I'm not going to, as they used to say on Living Color, 
homie, don't play that. <laughs> so you're not going to respond to me. But I will That's tell you this is, answer. you know that balloon that did go across the country not so long ago? It got uh, I knew that it was from China all along. Oh, and yeah. uh, someone at work said, well, how'd you know that? And I said, well, it was really easy because you just look on the bottom and it said made in China. So, it I mean, it wasn't like it was China. really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it went down so easily. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It was very cheap. <laughs> You'd probably buy it at the dollar store for all I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was made from Woodmansy particles. Tell us this thing. You don't have to say a name, but did you have an answer in your head? You just couldn't say it? No, I actually don't. <laughs> no. I'm still trying to press the question. Yeah, I know. See, now you're going to get me in like a Michael Irvin situation where I'm not even sure what I said. I don't know how long I talked oh, to the yeah. person. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden I'm going to be banned or I'm going to be Am suspended. I on camera? So. Am I on camera? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, you know what? How about this deal? How about you text me the answer after this podcast? <laughs> no, I'll tell you this. The team that I actually would like to bowl with, I think the guys who have a tremendous upside, and I'm not even sure they know how much upside they have, one is uh, Michael Henderson. He would oh, definitely yeah. be a guy I want to bowl with because I think just him and I being around each other, I feel that we work well. There'd be a lot of synergies there. And let me see who else. He's definitely on my list. Uh, who the heck else do I think could really improve? Jeez, I'm trying to think. Not Michael Ensline because he was beating up that guy at the Stars game last night. So not him. <laughs> <That's> uh, funny. <laughs> you know I can't think of the other. But I'll tell you, Michael Henderson, if you guys were smart, you'd get him on your team. Because that guy is ready to take the next step. I'm telling you, he really I is. I think so. Yeah. I think, so. I think him and Logan – is uh, always another good one. You can't go wrong with a left-handed two-hander. So, true. So Logan, I think, would be good in line. But yeah, good old Chris recruiting every week, trying to get rid of his team. I mean, yeah, Chris, wait! I'm intentionally seeing the options. Okay, you're still clinging to the high average. I mean, it's in a pin. What? It's less thinking, than a pin now. It's not even a whole I pin. I average. Every week, hey, this whole league, I've been having this whole year. I've been having high. <laughs> no one wants me to team. You go, but like, you better watch out. We got your team name, the Titanic, like, but we have to change your middle name to Titanic pretty soon. I'm, just, I'm like the Antonio Brown of bowling, <laughs> and no one wants me on their team. Oh man, is that because you get massages and then you expose yourself to the people coming <laughs> to the massages? Is that why? Goes oh, okay. bowling and wigs and commando and. <laughs> Gives man hugs. Yeah. Oh my God. That must be it. Yeah. yeah. You know what, Chris? John Reynolds Chris... is less than one pin. He's 209.1, and you're at 210.07. So it is less than one whole pin. It's not even one whole pin. So, man, Chris, you better watch out because you got a big bet with Mark. Chris, I will say that last question you asked, the one that, that was pretty deep probing there. I felt you probably – you should use a little more lube on the introduction. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he probed you, you know, so hard so. he uh, saw some exactly. of that. Exactly. So that's you right. Have... So <laughs> So beat Mark's picks. Now, Mark, who's good at this stuff, has all of our results, what we picked last week. I don't have that. We have the picks. We just don't have the results, but he'll get us that info next episode. So we'll just go into who we think is going to win this week. And 
So, Neil, you are picking for Mark this week, so you're the ancient warrior tonight. Oh, okay. So, initially leading off, we got Team 6 bowling Team 7 on lanes 23 and 24. That's you. So, you were talking about Ricky and the two mix versus, of course, uh, my team, the Brady Bunch. And you just gave Uh, Mike Henderson all that great praise, so let's see. That's true. That's how you work it, right? You you butter them up, you you kill them with flattery, and then you kill them on the lanes. So, uh... I think it'll be a tough match, but if you're asking us, you know, are we going to win 51% of our points on Tuesday? Yes, I think that'll happen. So, yeah, I'm going to give the W to the Brady Bunch. That easy. He's like, this is a crappy team. Like, we're going to whip. That's how you said. That's how you thought. He's like, this is a crappy team. I like their team name, considering I'm Irish myself, Ricky and the two mix. I, I think <laughs> I, I like it, but. Yeah, you know, I, I just don't think they have enough. And basically, forty—they're forty and one hundred and four right now. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of off to a rough start. I think we're gonna really get in Michael's head. I don't think he's gonna bowl that well. So the trick is buy him a few shots, and then buy Mike Ensline a pizza at the beginning, and then <laughs> yes. normal BS to Ricky. Well, yeah, that's right. Because Ricky, I see he throws a lot of big games, and then I don't know why he's not beating me in brackets and other things, but. I did salute him for bowling well enough Tuesday night to lose to me in two of his brackets. So I do appreciate hey, that bowling. There yeah. you go. All right, Chris, what do you think? I'm going to go team six because of what I just said. <laughs> so, really? So Neil really? is kind no, of no, Team seven, sorry. Oh, team oh, seven. Oh, okay. That, yeah, okay. Team there seven. we go. That, that makes more sense. So, okay. So I think it's going to be a clean sweep. I'm going with Neil's team as well. You guys got the highest average in the league, and you guys are pretty much the best team in the league. I don't think it's an accident that you guys are in first right now. So picking you guys, probably going to break Chris's record and how many weeks in first place you guys are going to make. So I think it's – now, that's not the perfect kibash, so we all pick you, getting all this praise, and then here comes Tuesday and watching you guys probably lose 40. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> okay, so moving on, the next matchup we have is Team 3, which would be I'd Hit That Harder, and yep. Team Number 2, Good Frame Gentleman. That's right. So point in three weeks. Yeah, so I think the losing skit is going to continue for I'd Hit That Harder. Oh. Uh, we got a chance this week to watch Good Frame Gentleman to our right. Elena was particularly throwing the ball well. The only thing that was stopping her was honestly just uh, some taps here or there, but she could have easily shot 750 or some crazy number. Yeah. Uh, Greg was pretty steady, and then Gary was too. They both, so, uh, Gary uh, didn't bowl so good, but they bowled good as a team. They just yeah. also lost. So it's basically a tale of two losing teams that lost last week. So somebody's got to win. Yeah. So I think, though, that with Rich being that broken leg or foot, whatever he has, and then having to get a sub again, and then we're not sure about Trent, what was going on with him. So, yeah, I'm going to go with good friend gentlemen. I think they'll, they'll get the W. I think that's a good safe pick. Go ahead, Chris. 32. It's tough. It's, it's the two, two teams that are not at the bottom in most cases. Yeah, I'm going to go for good frame because I did vote for them last week, and they they both decent but not the greatest, but I feel like they're going to pull out this week. Yeah, You're good, that they're going to pull it out, not pull out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's another clean sweep. I'm going to have to go with good frame, gentlemen. Now, I normally bat Dwayne's team every single week, but they're kind of reeling right now. I can definitely understand they're reeling because – 
it's tough when you lose a teammate to a broken limb, especially a leg in this case, because you can't bowl on the broken leg. So I think that they're, they're going to have a tough time getting out of the cellar, but they have the capability of doing it. Dwayne is bowled great, except for the last week, last couple weeks. I think their sub that they brought in, he's a good bowler. I think he's actually going to start using his real average here soon because he's still on the book average that they have frozen for three weeks. I don't think it's this week, though. It might be the following week. So this, that's one of the reasons why I'm picking good frame gentlemen is they have been solid. They have been steady and they have been consistent and they've been on top. So I'm going to pick them this week. Okay, so I will give you some inf- inside information. So Dwayne just drilled up the new absolute, and oh. uh, he hadn't had any practice with it before Tuesday, and uh, it definitely showed he seemed to have a lot of over and under with that ball. But we'll say I actually should probably be going with – actually, I'm switching uh, – because of that, I'm actually oh. switching. I'm going to go with I'd hit that harder. I think Dwayne's going to figure out that new bowling ball he's, he okay. has. And I, like you said, the new guy's going to reset the average. Okay. I'm flipping my pick. I'm going with I'd hit that harder. See how it is. Oh, you're just going opposite of Chris. I see how it is. Yeah, 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 that's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be on my bandwagon anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so, about So are you switching too, Chris? No. Okay, you're going to keep. Okay. So next we've got teammate and seven. That's that's I'd hit that better, Mark and Ron and Kyle. Going up against Boyer's Boys, which is another good match here. Two teams, always bowl good, are consistent. And it seems as if Boyer's Boys, Patrick, who's been kind of slumping lately, broke out of that. He bowled nearly 600 this week. David bowled 650. And every team seems to bowl great against Mark's team. But... Mark's out of town this week. He's going to have a little bit of jet lag coming back to bowl next week. I think he actually comes back Monday, if I'm not mistaken. And so he comes back Tuesday. Now, it could be that he's refreshed because he's actually taking a week off of bowling. So he won't be doing any too many strenuous activity other than just drinking a lot in Boston. So he could either be refreshed or jet lag. Probably I'm going to go with a jet lag because it's tough to travel that much and party that much and come back and just everything back to normal. So I'm going to actually I'm going to go with Boyer's Boys this week. They're riding a little bit of a high, bowling really good last week. I think they're going to continue that in the next week. Wow. Okay. Okay, this is a tough one. This is interesting because if I go against Kyle, he might not, you know, he might lock the door uh, for the <laughs> Super Bowl party on Sunday. <laughs> so I got to think about that because I really want some good brisket on Sunday. Um, uninvited. Yeah, exactly. I'll be uninvited. That's good. That's right. It'll be a toss up. They'll be throwing me scraps out the window. I'll be watching <laughs> on my. I'll be watching the game on my phone outside in the car. So. <laughs> Even though you know what, I, Lee, I can't disagree with you. I think Boyers boys are on a roll. I think David is kind of the, the missing key to that. Patrick a little bit too. Kiefer's pretty consistent. But you're right. I think it's just a matter of. Everybody just seems to bowl just a little bit better than I'd hit that better. And so I agree. I'm going to go with Boyer's Boys getting the W. Yeah. I'm with- Pretty soon they're going to have to change their name to from I'd hit that better to something else like I'm getting hit. or I'm <laughs> Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. I'm with the Boyer's Boys because Kiefer's on a high street. Wow. He's on a high street. So 
All right, yeah, especially riding high off that uh, recent tournament win he got. So yeah, yeah. I mean, another clean sweep. Although Neil, you changed your pick last team prior to that, so what? That's no longer a sweep, but this one's a sweep. So we'll just have to wait and see. The next pair, four and five, pocket pounders. Now, Rick, some inside info here. Rick had surgery yesterday to replace, I think it was uh, a hip. And so he's going to be out of commission probably for the rest of the season. And so they're going to have to bring in somebody or take his average. I'm thinking they do have a replacement, Marty, who's a friend of the league. He's actually a friend of my family. He coached my son in Little League football for many years. So, So we're looking forward to him taking over. Him and his family have been friends with my family for a long time. Now, do I think that'll translate on the lanes against Chris's team? Chris, <laughs> your team last week, man, they had another heartbreaker. They ran into a juggernaut with uh, Jerry Bowling way over her average and Mark Millar that last game. He had, what, six strikes in a row, and you guys could have had a shot to win total pins but choked. I don't see that happening again. I think you guys are going to win this week. I know Pocket Pounders bowled great. They bowled at 800, but... Actually, I'm picking you, Chris. I think you guys are going to have a bounce back week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to second that, too. Uh, I Well, maybe not so much as the Titanic riding the ship. Uh, <laughs> no as, pun you know, intended. To use that analogy, that's right. No <laughs> pun intended. But I will say, I think Rick being out, I think that's going to really hurt the chemistry. Because, you I know, Rick, Rick's a big personality. Yeah. And when he a, shows up every week. Out. Yeah. That's right. And but I will say the big question for me is with Rick out, who's gonna wear the uh, the A C D C socks every week? I mean oh, I may shit. have to call him up and stop by to get him. He's gonna have to let um, his son take over the reins. He's gonna hand the power over to his son. Yeah, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could do that. So uh yeah, I, I think missing Rick, I think there'll be uh, some withdrawal from missing him. Marty's gonna have to get up to speed, right, on his bowling yes. here. So Chris, I think you're probably gonna be able to mail it in this week. Hey. Uh, yep. Just show up, bowl around your average. I think you guys will be fine. Wow. Right, let's see if we get a unanimous pick here. What are you gonna pick yourself, Chris? Ashley, no. Oh my what? god, wow. Yeah. I'm just gonna go with the pack of pounders, that's all. Damn. And that's it. Enough said. Nothing to back your theory up. I don't wanna say anything. It's just Wow. That's see, it. that's how serious Chris takes his bowling. He's so down See, he's the being the iceberg. He's not being the Titanic. He's being the iceberg. He's smart. <laughs> he's the martyr. He's cold. He's calculating. He's, uh, you know, below the sight line, ready to attack or ready to, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the last pair is my team against Jerry and Mark and Mark, who got off a really good week. Jerry, bowler of the week for the ladies, and then Mark and Mark bowled good. My team bowled good for the first time, though, in three weeks in a row. We've uh, kind of broken out of our curse and are actually fighting for first with Neil. And we're on 31-32, and the last few times we've actually bowled good and won on that pair. I think one of our last times on 31-32 was against Neil, and we ended up winning that night. So I'm actually going to go with my team that night against the tenth team number 10. You know what? Uh, I hate to disagree with you, so I'm not going to. No, no, so I'm not going to. Uh, I agree. I think you guys are going to get the W this week. Jerry just doesn't have the consistency. Yes, she had a very nice game and overall nice series. 
So she's you know trying to get back into the swing of things, if you will. So uh, Jerry, if you listen, uh, you got lucky. That's basically what he said. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Jerry knows that. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid of her. Don't scare me. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Joey Robs, trademark infringement and all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going against Joey Rob because they shouldn't be that high as a team as in their caliber. We just <laughs> last week that they shouldn't be up there. So yeah, y'all team is bowling really good. Y'all are probably more consistent than my team. So yeah, you're gonna kill. So you're picking our team, okay? Hopefully that's not the kibosh. Oh my! God. All right, so that's the picks of the week. So we'll let Mark calculate that once he gets back, and we'll get you an update on that. And then every four weeks, we've only bowled three weeks so far, but every four weeks. We're going to update our power ranking, so we're going to have that on the next episode of the JB Trio podcast as well. Bowlers of the week this past week for the men was Rick Connor. That's probably going to be the last time that he bowls in the league because of his surgery that he had. I hope he is doing okay. Haven't gotten in touch with him yet. Did send him a text, so I hope to hear back from him soon. But as of right now, he is bowler of the week at 117 pins over, so he bowled really good. Wow. Good job, Rick, for your last night at JB Trio for 2022-2023. And then Jerry, as you've heard, bowled 84 pins over her average. And she made Bowler of the Week for the ladies. Woodman's Z of the Week was Rick's son, Caden. And that's something else we hadn't discussed yet. That He bowled basically good enough for a double Woodman's Z, where he bowled, I think it was a 90-something difference between the first and the second game. That wasn't the clincher. The clincher was he had a 129-pin difference from his second to third game. He bowled a 108 to 237. So, congrats goes to Caden, almost the highest. I think our highest was Jared Gallegos, who had that 300 game and the 160 in the middle. But, yeah, so that was the highest. But Caden come close at 129. So, there you go, Caden. Appreciate you joining us, buddy. Well, hey, no, thank you for uh, having me. It's uh, always uh, a lot of fun. You were hey. Mark tonight. Any kind words? Well, how does it feel being Mark, filling Mark's shoes? Jeez, you know what? The funny thing is I really like having hair. So the lack of hair, <laughs> um, I don't like that. <laughs> and I've shaved my head a few times, but at least I had some hair on top when I oh, did I that. I remember that one time you um, did that. Yeah. Yeah. But so really being, you know, the whole bald Michael Jordan thing, it's I, I'm not a fan of it. So, no, I'm, I'm happy I got hair. <laughs> and, and I don't have any facial hair either. So I, oh, I don't there you know. Go. I don't know what's under the, you know, I don't know what's going on with the carpet and the rug or whatever they call that. But, um, uh, yeah, luckily I got some there, too. So <laughs> we're not going we're not going all al fresco, as they say. So uh, <laughs> prediction. All right, guys. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for coming back and tuning in and listening to this podcast as we work so hard to make it so appealing and fun and comedic for y'all. Thank you, Neil, for being our guest, temporary guest, Mark, for us. Thank you. And tune in next week, guys, as you find out that I was right about my team winning. Losing. Losing. <laughs> I'm saying that now. Losing. So tune in next time. You'll, you'll find out. And if you don't tune in, you'll be like Neil, shaving your head to look like Mark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Later. Hasta la vista, baby.